What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional gaming and geek culture podcast on the web. Each week, this schlub right here, Frantic, at Frantic Society on Twitter, very, very blatant plug there, will be recording a podcast about news, topics, video games, movies, comics, whatever I want to talk about that week. And then we wrap it up and do it again the next week. It's a short 30 minutes to an hour podcast, and I have a great time doing it. So I'm back again this week, and I want to start the show out like I always do with what's happening. This week has been pretty fun. I've been playing some pretty cool games. Um, The one I really want to talk about, the one that's been blowing me away about how amazing it actually is, is Cuphead. Cuphead is, in a word, sublime. It's like you take Gunstar Heroes or, let's see, Contra, Contra Hardcore, Super C, something like that. Smash it together with that old NES hard difficulty and then put it together in a nice sandwich with some really cool, nice, tasty 30s animation. And the art style for this game is just beautiful. It's it's probably one of the best art styles I've ever seen in the game. It's the most unique art style I've ever seen in the game. Um, if you haven't seen it, look at it. It's just fantastic. It's such a, an appealing game to look at. Um, all of the boss encounters in the game are just really cool. They each have multiple transforming things that they go through. So say you have like a genie and I'm not gonna spoil much but he like turned into you know um, like a marionette puppet of you and you have to fight it it's freaking crazy it does a lot of really cool things and it's just one of those games I can't recommend enough and a lot of people say it's too hard okay it's one of those games where you play it and you kinda just learn the pattern of the boss because a lot of it's a boss battle it's like a boss rush there's an overworld there are actually three types of stages in this game okay we have the boss rushes or the boss stages where you have a big boss you have to fight of course and he has multiple forms that they're gonna go through and each boss has a unique way that you have to fight them and uh, beat them the game is a side-scrolling game I didn't even say that but I said Gunstar Heroes and Contrast so kinda know what you're getting into um, yeah you have the boss rushes and then you have I think it's only like five or six uh, platforming stages that kind of remind me of maybe earlier Contra stages like in the first Contra game and then you have uh, actual shoot 'em up stages like side-scrolling shoot 'em up stages like a Gradius style shooter and they're really really fun too they each have their own feel to them and it kind of adds to the texture and the different gameplay styles of the game um, I just love the art style Every time I play the game, I cannot just think about can't I can't stop thinking about how beautiful and how amazing every single thing looks. The attention to detail is just exquisite. It's uh it's all hand animated, all cell animated or they probably do it on a computer now, of course, but it is cell animated. They did it with pencil they had, uh, if you go on to uh, their the developer's site, I think it's MDHR you can see the actual pencil test for each of the characters and all of the backgrounds. It's freaking crazy. The amount of art and the amount of time it took for them 
to make this game the way it is. And the thing I like about it is there's so much animation. It's animated so well, and it plays so good. I, I was I was worried. I saw the trailers, right? I was like, man, that looks so cool, but eh, it's probably going to be kind of a terrible game. It's kind of just going to be all style over substance. But the substance is there. It's just beautiful. It's breathtaking. Honestly, I cannot get this game out of my head. I've been thinking about it for four or five days. Cuphead is recommended so far. Um, I'm on the second world. There's three worlds, and the game probably takes around... Depends on how good you are. For me, I've been playing four or five hours, maybe a little more, and I, I'm i about to beat the second world. So, could take it, if you're really good at the game, it could take you three hours if you just beat everything really fast. But if you're kind of not as good, like I'm kind of maybe above average when it comes to these kind of games. So, I do good, but I'm not amazing. I do decent. So, it's probably going to take me maybe upwards of seven to eight hours, maybe more. And that's a pretty solid game. It's $20, and it's on Xbox and Steam, Windows 10, you know. Uh, I think it's not going to come on PlayStation, and I don't have a problem with the uh, Xbox controller. I, I'm actually happy I'm using my Xbox. I haven't had a real reason to use it in a really long time since Forza Horizon 3 came out, honestly. Because um, I mostly play my third-party games on my PS4 and occasionally on my computer, and... Of course, my Switch is getting a lot of use now, too. So, having a game that's a Microsoft exclusive for my for my Xbox, I was thrilled. And I was going to bitch and complain that I hated the D-pad, which the D-pad still sucks. I do not like the D-pad on the Xbox One controller. It's like clicky garbage to me. It's like click... I, I, I hate it, honestly. It's one of the worst D-pads I've ever used. Um, but the thumbstick works really, really well. On that specific game so don't worry about it the thumbstick controls are actually really nice and I was surprised because it's a side-scroller you wouldn't expect that but it really really works for Cuphead and that's all I got to say about that game but I recommend you at least watch some videos on it um, I'm I'll probably end up making videos on it that's how much I love it so if anything check out some videos see what you think about it watch some reviews but if you like that old style Gunstar Heroes, I'm going to say it again, Gunstar Heroes, or like, I said Gradius, but I'm not really sure what the side-scrolling stages would be 100%, what that, what that, uh, what we would, can't talk, what would be analogous to those uh, shooting stages, something like a Gradius, but it's not quite Gradius, it's a lot more fast-paced than that, so, that game is great, Cuphead, recommended. And uh, I wanted to talk just really, really quickly. I saw the Kingsman sequel. If you haven't seen Kingsman, it's like a Kingsman Secret Service is the first movie. It's kind of like a James Bond, kind of tongue-in-cheek James Bond movie. And and I don't really like James Bond that much, but I loved Kingsman, the, fir the first Kingsman. It has that, uh, it's kind of self-referential. It has Samuel L. Jackson in it, the first one does at least. And um, it's like there's an underground organization that works out of a tailor in London and there's like crazy action scenes and it has a really silly story pretty much and it's just, it's just a lot of fun to watch and the action scenes are really really well choreographed and filmed and it's just beautiful to look at um, from art uh, from the art direction from a cinematographer like an action scene you know perspective uh, the sequel wasn't 
as great as the first movie, in my opinion. But I still had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think it had like a 55 or 59 on Rot some, somewhere around there on Rotten Tomatoes. For me, it's hard to trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore because I saw that rating and I thought, eh, I don't know. This movie might suck. I'm expecting the movie to suck and then I go in and it wasn't that bad. So I don't know. I, I would probably rate it like around a 70 or maybe even up to an 80. So it's hard for me to look at like a rating of anything anymore and make an opinion or just say, oh, I'm not going to watch that or I'm not going to play that game or, oh, I'm not going to listen to that album because taste is so subjective. And when people review stuff, you know, they try to be objective about it, but it doesn't really work most of the time because you can't look at everything objectively. Your own bias is going to be in the review no matter what. That's what a review is. So if you know the reviewer, right, and you trust the reviewer to give them give yourself a, like a honest opinion about the situation you know what they're gonna um, if you have taste that align with the reviewer I should say you can be like yeah that guy likes that I'll probably like it but it's hard for me to take like Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes seriously because it's kind of a, a amalgamation of all of the reviews for that you know subject or movie music whatever so seeing a 59 I was a little bit um, What's the word? Hesitate. <laughs> I hesitated a little bit. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I hesitated, but we went and watched it, and I had a really good time with it. I don't regret watching it. I'll probably watch it again. Uh, it's funny. Has amazing action. Really cool set pieces in it. Villain's awesome. I, I had a good time with it. So I recommend it if you want a good dumb action movie. I wouldn't. The first one's a little less dumb, but the second one's a little dumber. <laughs> anyway, Kingsman, I liked it. It was good. So, let's see. What else did I do this week? I played the first, I think, five or six hours of the Uncharted sequel, or DLC. I think I talked about this last week. I got a little bit further. I beat the open world section of the game, and I, I feel like I'm getting close to the end. I'm actually kind of lukewarm on it so far. Hopefully, something happens near the end of the game that makes me just love it as much as I love the other Uncharted games. I kind of felt that way about Uncharted 3. I felt like Uncharted 2 was a really good balance. It had like, okay, here's these really cool set pieces. Then there's some quiet moments. And then there's some really cool, you know, uh, action scenes, more, you know, fighting, uh, gunfights. But for this, for this one, it feels like, I don't know, like Uncharted 3. Okay, right. Uncharted 3, you have just too many set pieces, I thought. It's like, okay, set piece, oh, this crazy set piece, and this crazy set piece, and this crazy set piece, and this crazy set piece. And it's like a little bit of story to pepper between the set pieces, which I'm like, eh, it's a little bit much for me. It was a little bit too crazy. I liked some of it. There were some cool moments in that game, but a little bit too much. Then Uncharted 4 was a little long in the tooth, but it had such a good story and had a really nice through line and a really great ending. So those set pieces that are punctuate all those great moments of Uncharted 4, that was awesome. It has a great balance. So 2 and 4 feel like they're the most balanced Uncharted games. So this is a DLC for 4, which isn't really hitting for me yet. So hopefully, now that I'm through the open world section, which I didn't really love. I liked it at first, and then it kind of got very tedious the more I went through it. So I don't know. If they made an open world Uncharted game and they added a little bit more to it, 
I would give it a shot. But the one I played on the DLC, eh, I, I, I could have just used the linear story, honestly. The games actually are the best when they're just like a linear story going from beginning, middle, to the end. So, I will finish up my thoughts on that when I finish it. But other than that, I think I'm done for what's happening this week. And I am going to do something a little different with the news. I didn't see too many crazy news stories. So let's go ahead and jump into that segment right now with the news of interest. The only news I want to talk about today. And it's going to be go into my topic. Okay. So this is the news and it's the topic of the week. It is. Where's my phone? It's behind me here. It is the We Shop channel. And let me let me tell you the news story. And then we'll go into the topic that relates to this story. So, Nintendo will shut down the Wii Shop channel for the original Wii on January 31st, 2019 at 1459 JST, the company announced. Which I guess is J- Japan Standard Time. Users will no longer be able to add Wii points to their accounts starting March 27, 2018. Nintendo noted that users will be able to re-download already purchased WiiWare and Virtual Console titles, as well as use the Wii System Transfer tool to move content from Wii to Wii U, but that the service will also be shut down at some point in the future. After that, WiiWare and Virtual Console titles will still be playable as long as they are not erased from the Wii or Wii U unit. So, what Nintendo's doing is they're closing down a digital store place, uh, store, digital storefront, uh, which if you don't know what the Wii channel is, if you never owned a Wii, um, I know that most people are rolling their eyes that I'm describing this, but for the people that don't know what it is, if you had a Wii, they have little uh, channels that you can go to, and one of them was the shop channel, and every week they would release new virtual console games. This is around 2008-ish. You know, in that time frame when the Wii was actually really popular. So, what they would do, every I think it was every Monday, they would release a new game. And then you can buy it and download it. So, in a little over a year and a half, they're shutting this down. And starting on March 28th, next year, which is like not even that far away. Uh, you know, eight months or something like that away. You won't be able to do this anymore. You won't be able to put money onto your account and buy these virtual console games anymore. For me, I see why they're doing it, right? It's a it's a huge bummer, though. For one, I see why they're doing it. They have to, you know, turn these servers off eventually. They can't be on forever. But it's a huge bummer to everybody that wants to use the Wii Shop channel still and that they still use it. There's people that still use it to play some of these virtual console games that haven't been officially released anywhere else. So, you take that away from people, now it's going to be impossible impossible to play these games that are on the Wii Shop channel that are nowhere else. So you're going to be forced to just emulate it, use a RetroPie, something like that. So for me, it's a little confusing because, okay, I have a game. I'm, I'm just going to say Game X is on Wii, the Vir- uh, Wii Shop channel. Right now, before March 28th, say it's March 26th. Oh, shit. It's about to shut off. Okay, I'll put $10, $10 worth on there. Grab this game real quick. I download it. All right, cool. I can re-download Game X anytime I want. But they didn't say until 2019, 
January 2019, then they shut it off, you can still re-download that game. But they're going to shut that off eventually, say maybe one more year after that. So say in 2020, January 2020, I'm just guessing because they didn't actually announce the date for this. Let's just say they do it for one more year. All right. So I put that $10 into that game. I own that game. You know, that's my game. I paid money for it. I should be allowed to play it as long as I can. I should be able to play it 10 years from now, 20 years from now. So this digital marketplace, they're taking away the re-download feature after a while. So say, okay, I'm just going to delete a couple of these games. I don't have room for any more things on this Wii. This Wii only has like a 16 gigabyte SD card in it. That's it. I can't really do anything with it. Whatever. You do that. It's like, oh, right, I'm going to delete GameX. I can download it again. But no, you won't be able to. So for me, this is the most anti-consumer thing that Nintendo can do with this shop channel. And for me, it's it's a horrible look at some kind of apocalyptic future where digital games are going to be taken away from people. So we're going to jump into the topic of the week. The topic of the week is how long will these digital storefront last and the digital versus physical argument that everybody always wants to have. So physical, okay, I'll go to my GameStop. For me, Best Buy. I'll go to Best Buy, right? Let's see. I got Ratchet and Clank. It's $8. It's on sale. Cool, I buy it, right? I bought this a long time ago, but this is just for an example. I own this game, right? This is my game. I, I have props if you're listening to the audio version. I'm showing the game Uncharted. There's a disc here. Blu-ray disc. You know, Ratchet and Clank. You pop it into your PS4, you can play it. You own it, right? Putting the game back. Okay. Say, I bought that game digitally. In 10 years, this is just all hypothetical right now. I bought Ratchet and Clank digitally. It was on sale for eight bucks online. Cool. Pretend I don't have that disc. They sh- in 20 years, 15 years, whatever. Sony goes down. They go bankrupt. Heaven forbid. I, I it would suck. But what happens to the servers? The servers get shut off. Bam. Doo, doo, doo. You just hear all the servers shutting down, right? I won't be able to download that game anymore. So, for me, the fact that there's a, a digital store is nice, right? It's really cool. Uh, it's convenient. You don't have to get up. You don't have, don't have to put your disc in there. Um, I'm a huge Steam advocate. I love Steam. I've always used Steam. And it would be a bummer if Steam went down and I wouldn't be able to download these games either. So, it's, it's kind of like a conundrum, right? Buy digital... And you know you'll probably have that game for 10 plus years and be fine. But who knows what the future holds? You never know. So when you buy a physical copy of a game, you know that you always have that physical copy as long as you keep it, of course. And that's yours and you own that media. So the digital version is more like a really, really long extended rental, I guess you would say. But you still own it. It's just a weird gray area. So for me, I I don't really care if it's physical or digital, as long as I can play the game, you know. But I'm just thinking about the future. Like, how long will these stores be up? How long will I be able to access my Steam library? What happens to my Steam library when I die? Do I give it, put it on my will? That's a different story, but anyway. (laughs) But I technically own these games, right? 
So it's just weird. It's just kind of a weird, like I said, it's a weird gray area because you buy the game. And then when you buy it, you have a license to play the game as much as you want. But do you have the license to own the game in, perpet in perpetuity? I do not think so. I doubt it. I've never read the actual, like, EULAs for these things, you know, the agreements. But I'm sure that you don't have an unlimited download ability for most of these games. If you hear my cat, I'm sorry. She's going nuts again. So I apologize. It's kind of like, it's a routine now. She sees me record, and she has to be... Uh, mischievous <laughs> but my question is do, okay I'm trying to get this phrase in my head phrased correctly in my head is it worth buying digital over physical all the time for me that's a no but when the reason I buy physical media nowadays is because of Best Buy's Gamer Club Unlocked and discounts and finding you know physical copies of games is cheaper so for me it's all about my you know fiscal you know doing my money stuff it's all about saving the money but I want to play the games for me but for somebody who has the money to buy a game full price $60 and doesn't matter you know it doesn't really affect them I think digital is fine buy digital you can preload the game at 9 p.m. the night before it actually launches freaking awesome right for me physical I either have to wait for it to come in the mail the next day or go pick it up at the store in the morning the next day whichever one I choose to do so that's very convenient digital is all about convenience digital is about great sales deep discounts on stuff because they can do that they don't have a box they don't have a manual they don't have well most games don't have manuals now but you know what I mean they don't have a physical item that they're shipping out to stores. So they can make that game six bucks, five bucks. It's fine. They're not losing anything. They already put this game out, right? So that's a plus to digital. Plus to physical, you have a copy of it on your shelf and it's yours in perpetuity. In 30 years, you can still play that game. The thing about that is all these modern games have all these updates. So in theory you can still play that game right in the future when, when the internet explodes and we don't have it anymore uh, you pop that pop that into your ps4 that you had to rebuild with the bones of a rat and the TV that you got off of a Tyrannosaurus Rex because of some crazy you know scientific experiment gone wrong um, I know I'm trying to do like a hey future Caleb thing I'm sorry I, I kinda suck at it <laughs> but in the future you do uh, physical media you pop it into your ps4 with the rat bones of course and it still works maybe maybe it's not updated but you still can play it you know that's the only problem with today's day today's games is the updates if the servers go down for everything you can't get your updates for your game so it's still like you can't really play the actual game that's all the way updated don't even get me started on the only online games like mag for ps3 because I actually liked mag and they shut the servers off for it. It was a pretty fun game. It's not one I would play all the time. But it's like I'd jump in and play for a bit. And this, the user base was still there for a long time. Um, if you don't know what MAG is, it's a massive action game. They actually announced it at E3 like 2011 or 12. And it's like this huge you know, server. 64 players. You do 8 on 8 battles. 
to help your uh, and each team that won would climb the rank to the top of the 64 player servers and they had a hundred and I don't know, 100 and was 128 player servers too. It was crazy. They had a lot of people on one map. Of course, that's expensive to host. But now, if you buy the game, it's useless. You can't do anything. You'll just be staring at a menu. I already sold mine. I got rid of mine a long time ago. But that's not the point. It's just like the way the games are going. Everything's going to end up. Most games are going to end up online, and even with the physical media. It's not going to mean anything. The physical media is, is going to be meaningless. So that's another plus for digital. And I don't know. I know people are sentimental about their physical things. I'm kind of in the middle. I'll do either one. Depends on the situation. Depends on the price. It depends on, you know, room I have in my house. Well, I, right now it's fine. Whatever. That's not really an issue. Mostly for me, it's price, value, how much money I'm spending to get the game. So from for how my situation is like you know usually I'll buy physical because it's cheaper but I'll buy digital on a sale. I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again. But it's just crazy, right? That Nintendo is shutting off the Wii Shop channel. Um I just have good memories of it. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, I never bought a lot from there, but it was really cool to be able to play these older games easily. And I hope the Switch, I hope them shutting this down will make it to where they say, oh, well, this account, I, I don't know how the, if the account can transfer over because they can do a Wii to Wii U. So maybe if you own the game on Wii U, you can, it'll transfer to the Switch when those games come out. I hope there's a way that the, that you can keep your games. Um, I don't know if they can, but if they can, that'd be awesome. I hope the Switch has some kind of robust virtual console type thing on it. Even if it's just, you know, a streaming service. Like you say, oh, it's $10 a month, but I could play every Nintendo game ever made. Okay, I'll pay $10 a month for that. Why not? So, I don't know what Nintendo's future is, what, what the future of Nintendo's virtual console is. But it's really sad that they're shutting down the Wii Shop channel. So, what I'm going to do from now on, the end of the show is I noticed, well, that's the end of the topic of the week, obviously. So we're going to wind down the podcast now. What I'm going to do at the end of the show is the community question segment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to answer it myself, or I might have already answered it in the episode. We'll see. But what I want you guys to do, if you're listening, I just want to make the, you know, the tone around the podcast more communal. So... I want you guys to go over to my Twitter and answer these question, this question. The question of the week is, what do you think about Nintendo shutting down the Wii Shop channel? And what are your opinions on digital games versus physical games? Which I just answered those questions personally, and I would like to know what you guys thought about this topic and what you think about this. Just go over to at Frantic Society, and um, I'll post the question on my Twitter and you can answer it there. Let me know what you think. And then next week when I come over to the community section again, at the end of the podcast, I'll read your answers and we'll do another question and we'll do it every single week, every single week. That sounded weird. Anyway, <laughs> so that's going to be the end of the show. Um, I'm going to call it the community mayhem. I don't know. I'll think of a name for it. It's, I like to name things. I like to create dumb names for little subjects and topics. So I think that's it for the show this week. Um, 
yeah, nothing too crazy. Not a lot of news. I didn't cover a lot of news. Uh, I can tell you that Stardew Valley is coming out on Switch, which is cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, Andrew House did some kind of move move up in Sony. He's like the head of Sony. See, this stuff is kind of boring to me. I don't really want to talk about any any of the news that I saw. Um, like The Witcher had a PS4 Pro patch. Cool, you know. <laughs> I don't really. I don't want to pick a new story that I don't have a lot to say about because I've done that a couple times and then I just kind of fizzle out on the topic. And I don't want to do that. I want to keep the topic interesting and fresh, and I want to give my opinion and get out because that's kind of what I want to do. I want to keep this short and to the point. And now I'm dragging on. So. Thank you so much for watching this week's, or listening to this week's Frantic Thoughts. Head on over to iTunes, give me a rating. I don't think I have any yet. I've checked recently, I didn't have any. If you guys give me a one-star rating, cool. If you give me a five-star rating, just say, five stars, he told me to do that. He sucks, but I gave him five stars because he's a cool guy-ish. He has giant glasses he just got, and he's pointing at the screen. Yeah, you can. You, if you're an audio listener, you can't see me pointing at you, but I'm pointing. Anyway, <laughs> go over there, leave a rating. Uh, go to Frantic, Frantic Society on Twitter at Frantic Society. It's Frantic S O C I E T Y. I've plugged that like five times. I will chill with the plugs for my Twitter next time, but it's there. Please come and say hi. I just want to talk to you guys because I see the downloads. I can see how many people are downloading. I see people are listening. You know, I just want to interact. I've been thinking about it like all week. I'm like, man, it'd be cool because there's like a little audience here, a little group of people I could talk with. Let's do it, man. Come on. Come on. Come on over to Twitter. Let's say hi. Say hi to me. I will definitely talk back. I'm always on there. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for watching slash listening. And I will catch you next week on Frantic Thoughts. Bye! Shrink out of frame. If you're listening to the audio version, I'm shrinking. Bye! So what we'll do is we'll write a theme song for the We Shopping channel. Look, watch this, watch, you, watch this, watch this. You can sing to the titles of the... Super Mario RPG Super Mario 3 Mega Man Neo Turf Masters Breaking Star You know what I mean, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every star You say the lyrics of the let me, try, let me try one, let me try one Let me try Super Mario RPG Sonic the Hedgehog Donkey Kong 3 Adventures of Lolo 1 and 2 King's Knight Dig Dug Juman Foo Harvest Moon Did you write this song? Link Puzzle Pokemon Toe Jam and Earl and Panic on Funkotron Castlevania Fatal Fury Ninja Chachu Mario Comet Razor Blazing Lasers Basis Loaded Mega Turrican Cybernator Rolling Thunder Dynastic Hero Bubble Bobble Double Dribble Double Dragon F Zero I get it, you memorize the song. Zero X and Donkey Kong Junior Math Ninja Gaiden One Ninja Gaiden Two Ninja Gaiden Three Cruising USA Ah.